are the Democrats really bringing ISIS into the country? Let's talk about it. or where they went, they caught 78 known terrorists within the beginning of this year alone. And what's up, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Will Johnson. The website is UniteAmericaFirst.com. You know what? There was something I wanted to do last night, and I did not get the opportunity to do it. And last last night I played this video, a number of videos were showing, you know, black people that look like me and that don't look like me. It's just black people. Right. And I wanted to share something with you last night about. Indict. The more you indict, the more we unite. And I'm like, that is such an awesome phrase. Because that's exactly what we are seeing. And I had my, my, my broadcast titled as such last night. The more you indict, the more we unite. I want, if I can, I want to show you this. Look, this is, this is a t-shirt that my producer created. And look, look at this. Isn't that a handsome looking t-shirt? We also have it in the V-neck for the ladies. Cause I know the ladies always talking about the V-neck and the ladies, you know, Got to make sure the ladies are happy. But look at that. That's a really good looking shirt. The more you indict, the more we unite. If you want to pick up one of these on my website, use promo code UAF10 to get 10% off. UAF10 to get 10% off. It's a really good looking t-shirt. I meant to talk about it last night. So for those of you that want to support me and pick up a really good t-shirt, UniteAmericaFirst.com. Okay, let's get right into it because I know we're going to run out of time, as we always do. You know, I guess I could go two hours. You want to go two hours tonight, Shannon? You want to go two hours? Two hours. <laughs> she said, "Oh, you can go two hours." You know I what? won't be here. You know the interesting thing when I was when I used to live in California, I would go two hours. Yep, every night, I, Monday through Friday. Because it was interesting. I would go to work. I would get on a train. Right. I would drive my car to the train station, ride the train, and then I would ride the train into to the Bay Area. And then I would get off the train. I would get on a bus and then I would get off the bus and I would get on a light rail. And I still had a mile walk to my office. Every day, two and a half hours, one way every day. And then when I would get home, I would do a two hour broadcast, two hour long broadcast. Sometimes it would go over a little bit than two hours. But I can't do that anymore. I have so much stuff going on and so much I'm doing that I can't I can't do it two hours. But sometimes, you know, depending on what it is, I'll well, just go ahead and stretch it out. But to be honest with you, we do do two hours a day. It's just not on Facebook. Well, actually, because we do other more than two hours. Yeah, I do. Sometimes I do three to four hours, you know, different shows a day. But, yeah. you know, it's a lot. But OK, let's just get right into it. You know, yesterday I was talking about how a lot of black people are starting to show their support for president Trump. And then all of a sudden we have these racial issues. We got, Oh my goodness. They're all coming out. Look at Jacksonville, Florida and they're all coming to get us. They're all coming to get us. <clears throat> and I'm like, well, where are they at? 
They say they're coming to get people that look like me, but I'm like, where are these people at? Because, you know, me being who I am, I want to talk to them. I want to have the conversation. Why do you want to get me? <laughs> Let's talk. It's like talking to the ultimate troll. But you know what? I can't find these people. But when you listen to the left, they say they exist everywhere. And they're talking about Trump supporters. That's all they're talking about. They really are. And I'm going to prove some of that to you tonight if I can. Well, here's starting off right here with Donald's. Listen to Byron Donald's as he's talking about this very thing. And see, black people, they want the same thing as everybody else. For some reason, and, and liberals still do this, they believe black people don't understand things about life. They don't understand things about when it comes to children. They don't understand, they don't understand things when it comes to politics. See, it's always been the left liberals, white liberals, just to be blatant, blunt here. They've always been the ones that's thinking black people can't do for themselves and black people don't have understanding. But then when you get black people like Will Johnson and Byron Donald start thinking for themselves and start talking about the big picture here, those people like that. You ain't black. Right. That's what they say about us. You ain't black. How does that work? But listen to what this young man says. Um, not totally, but I think it's definitely starting to build, especially with black men. Look, the Democrats have had issues with black men for quite some time now because their party believes it's OK to trans children. And black men are just not for that whatsoever. They're like, man, are you kidding me? My boy is a boy. My girl is a girl. Leave my children alone. And then and you couple that with the fact that Joe Biden's been a disastrous president, especially on the economy. So those are two big reasons why black men are already starting to look at the give a side eye to Joe Biden and the Democrats. Now they are weaponizing the justice system against Donald Trump while giving his while giving Joe Biden's son a pass. I mean, this guy's gotten all the passes in the world. People see that's just gross unfairness. So I think it's not just black. I think there's a lot of independents, suburban women, Hispanic women, Hispanic men. People see the unfairness going on with this Department of Justice. I believe Merrick Garland has lied to Congress, and I believe that the Department of Justice has been obstructing justice. And if what it's been coming out the last couple of days is true, that there were elements coordinating and communicating with White House Counsel's wow. office. Let me be specific on that. I mean, listen to that, right? I mean, that tells me right there that the corruption, which I've been saying this multiple times before, the corruption that we're seeing in the federal government is just beyond unbelievable, actually. These people are supposed to be defending and protecting the American people, and they straight up lie to everybody want everybody to believe that we have all of these issues. And I played it yesterday. Did, did I play it yesterday, yesterday evening? My producer wasn't here. Did I play it yesterday where Joe Biden was talking about the biggest threat in America? Did I play that one last night? Do you remember? Do you recall? He zoned out. He zoned out. Switchboard operator. <laughs> my switchboard operator zoned out. Actually, so Sometimes if, it's hard to remember. You know, anyway. I mean, it really is. But you know what? Yeah. Let, let me play it again. Let me play it again because I got it real quick. Just in case if you did miss it last night and if I didn't play it, I can't remember. I got so much going on. Let me play this one for you. Look, this is Joe Biden. What he says the biggest threat in America is. What do y'all think the biggest threat is? Let me, before I play this, I'm going to the comments here. What do y'all think the biggest threat is in America? Right. What do you think Joe Biden is going to say the biggest threat is in America? What do you think it is? Leave me, leave me a comment. Leave me a comment. Listen to what he says. 
communities to the point where the intelligence community is determined, the U.S. intelligence community is determined that domestic terrorism rooted in white supremacy is the greatest terrorist threat we face in the homeland. The greatest threat. Right? They say the greatest threat, right? And who is he talking about? Who is he talking about? He's talking about Trump supporters. Because I mean, the guy called. that's the guy in in uh with the guy in Jacksonville, Florida, he wasn't even white. Yeah, he was he's not. He, it's been reported that he's Asian and not even white. So again, because you know what what really gives it away is because the media is not plastering his mugshot all over. Have you even seen a picture of him yet, Shannon? I have. I still haven't yeah. seen a picture. You seen the picture? See it. Yeah, you seen the picture. So he is straight up Asian. Yep. And you know what? So, where, so do, funny, where does well, the white supremacy come into place? Because everybody in the comments actually nailed it. Yeah. Joe Biden called MAGA Republicans white supremacists. He did. I mean, he said MAGA Republicans are the biggest problem. Yep. And then yep. he says terrorists, white supremacists are the biggest problem. I mean, to him, it's the same thing. So, everybody knows. I mean, your followers know, Will. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, they're not my followers, they're some viewers. Well, listen, so what about when it comes to diversity training, right? It's the same thing. They want everyone to believe that white people are the problem. And I don't know if y'all figured this out yet. Why do you, let me, let me ask you this. Why do you think they constantly say that it's white people? Why do you think they constantly say that? Well, there's multiple reasons why I believe they say that because they want you to be like, well, I don't want to be labeled as, you know, white supremacists or I don't want to be labeled as racist. So I'm not going to support President Donald J. Trump. That's their ultimate goal in all of that. See, you're supposed to support a truly racist person like Joe Biden in order for them to say that you're not racist. It's reverse psychology. And sometimes, sadly, it's worked on some people, especially like people like Mitch McConnell. Right. People that had that mentality. Mike Pence. People like that. It's worked on them and it's still working on them. Listen to this because they want all of us right now to comply with this whole that racism exists. You know why racism, why we still have you racism in the United States of America? Do you know why we still have it? Because the left is keeping it alive. The left, and I talked about this on my LFA show. The left, they are all about chaos. Is there anything, let me, and let me post this question in the comments too. Is there anything, if y'all can think of something, with all of the violence, all the chaos, all of the destruction, where the Democrats didn't have something to do with it? Or if we had the chaos and destruction took place, the Democrats didn't use, use it to their, you know, let no crisis go to waste. Or is there anything? And another example is like Hawaii. Well, look what they've done after that. I mean, it's terrible. But they keep racism alive. Listen to this diversity training where this black guy is talking about it. And he's just like, you know what? It's completely wrong. And he ended up walking away from it. Former diversity trainer Eric Smith joins me now. All right. So, Eric, you know, I have no problem with diversity. Diversity is great. But why are these silly training sessions such a problem? Well, it's not really diversity how we know it, right? Um, it's diversity of bodies, yes, of colors, of ethnicities. But one thought, 
And that thought abides by a particular narrative that basically says any problem a black person has is because of racism. Any problem. Any problem. And, and you know what? I stopped it when I was I, I actually shared this on my LFA network, too. So any problem that black people have is because of racism. Let me think. I got bills. <laughs> that's the problem. Racism. Right. When y'all agree that's racism, I got I got bills to pay. That's the problem. I woke up this morning with a slight headache. Racism. Let me think. Mm. I need to put gas in my vehicle. Racism. That's the problem. I need to go buy some more milk. That's the problem. School loans. School loans. That's racism too, right? Climate I mean, change. Everything. It's all racist because only because I'm black. You ain't oh, black. Okay, but Joe, according to Joe Biden, I'm not because I'm not going to. I didn't vote for Joe or the. Uh oh. Listen. So when you were doing these training sessions, what were you discovering and why did it make you come forward and reject it? Well, this was a while ago when I was a diversity officer and I realized how useless it was because, well, A, you can't really compel people to do certain things or think certain things. Uh, you can't be a thought police uh, when it comes to these things. And secondly, I was always preaching to the choir. It wasn't working. Um, there's nothing pragmatic about a, a lot of these roles. It's just, uh, it's idealistic. We need to have a diversity person so that people don't call us racist, period. <laughs> and who does this sound like, right? Now, just to be clear, if you just came in, the black guy here, he's not for this nonsense. He actually, he was doing his diversity training. It was a, it's like a, uh, he was, um, he was over it, right? And he's like, yeah, I can't do this. He said, this is, this is completely wrong. Yeah, he was implementing the diversity it's, training. Yeah, and he was like, this is, he's like, it's, it's only wrong. in color, yeah. not in thought. Yeah. Which is what it's supposed to be is in thought. Right. But like he says, but you know what? This just proves this is this just proves how it's the left that's keeping it alive. Yeah, because it makes money. If there's I mean, no chaos, if there's no chaos and I still ask the question, leave it in the comment. What chaos have been that has happened or created that the Democrats have not taken advantage of or created themselves? And the reason why. The Democrats, the, the Democrat Party, all of those on the left, they need chaos. Do you understand what I'm telling you? They need the chaos. They can't have a society without chaos. Think about it. When President Trump was in office, how many people were working that were black? I mean, the numbers were ridiculous, right? More people, more black people were working. More Hispanics were working. President Trump was breaking records. More women started More women their own started, businesses, yep, especially their own black businesses. Yes. entrepreneurs. Yes. It was the economy was doing great. They can't have that. That's the reason why we're in this predicament right now, because, see, the Democrats, if there's chaos, they use that as control. So, Will, they what, create the great chaos. I mean, think about it. Uh, so many other chaoses, too. Kung Fu. Right. Is, what do you think is changing? Do you think that people are just finally hearing the message or do you think that it's become like this gentleman who is supposed to teach it, you know, comes out and is starting to speak against what they're experiencing and with this Biden agenda? I mean, what do you think is exactly changing? Do you think that Biden's just got too aggressive in his agenda? I think I, mean, what it, I think people were affected by everything that the Biden regime was doing. 
And because of what they're doing is hitting them in the pocketbooks, it's hurting them when they go to the gas station, it's hurting them when they go to the grocery store, it's hurting them when they see people come in and they see Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, getting off on charges that other black people have gone to jail for. But it's perfectly fine for him. He get a sweetheart deal. And they're like, wait a minute, this is not right. See, they expect black people not to understand or pay attention to anything. Listen. So it was more about the projection of diversity than actual having diversity Optics. in the workforce. It wasn't authentic. Precisely. Okay. And Precisely. it's and, it's, and uh, someone's getting paid a lot of money, right, Eric? Oh, yeah. I mean, think about it. If you're making all that money off of racism, the last thing you want is for racism to go away. Right? <laughs> right. You're going to perpetuate it. You're going to see it where it isn't. Uh, the, my, the, the major tenet of critical social justice pedagogy uh, is don't ask if racism happened. Ask how it manifested in this situation, which is to say there's racism everywhere. Right. And, you know, the, the saying, uh, if you're a hammer, then everything's a nail. Well, if you're a critical social justice activist, everything's racist. So, so they were me, seeing so racism where race. Let me stop. Let me ask this question here. When the tech companies censor Will Johnson, can I call racism? You know what? You I mean, because I mean, I'm just asking the question. Yeah. When they block Will Johnson because Will Johnson happens to be a black American. Can I call racism when they prevent people from being able to share my videos? I think they do it to you, though, because you're the wrong kind of black. Oh. You ain't black. That's why. Right. That's why. Because I'm not the right type. Well, look at this. Have y'all seen this video? This young man, he goes to school and he has a patch. You know what the patch is? Don't tread on me. When did don't tread on me patch have any connection with racism? There's none, not a zero zip. What happens in here is, a, again, it's always a white liberal and a white female liberal. And I don't know why. And I was asking the question earlier. When I was on LFA, I don't know why, but it's always a white liberal, especially. I mean, I'm not saying that the black liberals don't do it, especially the women. They they got their times, too. They're extremely hateful, nasty, even. But it's always one that wants to kick a, a, the males out or kick anyone out that wants to defend themselves and love the country that they live in. How does that work? How do I don't understand that? Watch this. Watch this interaction. They do not want the flag. The reason we do not want the flag that way is due to its origins with slavery and slave trade. That is what was, um, that's the reasoning behind them. The Gadsden flag. The don't tread on me. Okay. Which is the Gadsden flag. Okay. So he, he, um, he's what's going to happen if he doesn't take it off? He, I mean, he is able to go. I was actually just telling him, like, I was upset that he was missing so much school. I'm like, ah. So I asked if can he just take his stuff out of his bag and go back to class? <laughs> like, I just want him to go back to class. The bag can't go back. It's got a patch on it because we can't have that in and around other kids. So that's what I was trying. And then he said you were close. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it has nothing to do with slavery. That's like the Revolutionary War patch that was okay. displayed when they were fighting the British. Like, that wasn't, that's the revolution. Maybe you're thinking of, like, the, um, the 
I am here to enforce the policy that was provided okay. by the district. Okay. And definitely, you have every right to not agree with it. I mean, yeah, I think the ACLU says that he's allowed to wear that. If you like go on their website, it's like says in big so letters. I, all, I, all I'm saying is that unless there's like a ban on patches, period, like you said, there's no patches allowed at the school. You cannot display what you think or anything like that, or what cheer or anything like that. Um, I, I don't. I think it's like one sided, you know, because you allow some patches but not other, other patches. Other kids have patches, like other names, and like the American flag backpacks. Yeah, that was like flown during the revolution with. Um, yeah, I, I just don't understand that at all. So what I can do is can you speak you go on to the ACLU's website. Yeah, let's let's talk to someone. I can, I I can have you speak to. I can have you speak to our Jeff Yoakum okay. again, okay. Um, and then he can refer you to our person at the district. Okay. Um, because, like I said, we're following district policy. Okay. Is what I don't believe that. I don't believe that she got triggered by the don't tread on me patch that this young man had on his backpack. She got triggered by it. And then she had the nerve, the audacity to sit there and say that that has something to do with racism, that it's racist, that it's rep about slavery. It has nothing to do with it. Nothing. And the biggest thing is, is that she doesn't want this young man telling other students what it represents. See, now, if it was a BLM flag, do y'all think a BLM patch, do y'all think she would have had an issue with it? Or if it was a rainbow patch, do y'all think that she would have an issue with it? But because it's a, a don't tread on me patch, she has an issue with that one. Can we put the comments on the screen? I'm just kind of curious. Do y'all think that she would have had an issue with this if it was any other patch? You know, one of these woke patches. Would she have had an issue with that? Because she only has an issue with this one. The don't tread on me. Right? And the only reason why she's trying to make the connection that it has something to do with, you know, slavery or something like that is because she see a lot of white conservatives flying that. I mean, it's complete ignorance. It, 100%. I mean, complete ignorance on her part, on her behalf. 100%. Has nothing to do with racism you know the sad thing is is i can honestly say that the lgbt flag and other other things may offend people but they don't stop them from watching those no if they want to put you know sodomy out there or they want to put something like that out there it's perfectly fine you know blm is perfectly fine They'll embrace it. They'll even have parades in the school for the sodomy that they're pushing. But when it comes to American flags, because it's not the first time I just saw an article what day for yesterday, or was it yesterday where one student was forced to leave school because he had the American flag on his truck. He had his on his truck. So they made him leave school because the American flag was on his truck because he said, Oh, it might offend somebody in America. In America. And what happened to your, your, you know, your freedom of expression? 
Isn't that a constitutional right? Be able to freely express yourself. These tyrants, they want to remove everything that represents good and everything that's against them. They want to remove all of that. They also want all of you to open up your doors for people that's possibly coming into the country that are terrorists, that will do horrible things to your children, get in vehicles, drinking and driving. They want you to welcome them. And think about this. If we've had, we've had two and a half years going on three years of open border with just God knows who's coming through. Do you think that they're working diligently every single day, trying to work hard to stop this violence from coming into the country? Do you think they're working real fast on it? They're doing just the opposite. Listen to this one because out of was it Staten Island. People have had it. People are done. People are rising up saying we're not taking this anymore. And it's not just Republicans. This is both Republicans and Democrats. And it doesn't even matter. You're walking like people are saying enough is enough. We don't want this. We're going to bring all these men because most of them are men of the fighting age. They bring them into the country and then they're setting them up shop right next to the schools with children. If they're going to put a migrant place across the street when I have to worry about my four-year-old grandson and other people in this community, all I'm going to say is, is that this is not a place to put these people. Just an hour before the migrants arrived, most of Staten Island's Republican elected leaders said they were suing. Would you want a migrant, migrant shelter right across the street? If you answer that question, no way, then you're probably with 99% of the people. If you said, I got no problem, then you're a nut job. Then they left to go to court, and the migrants moved in right as an emergency hearing was held. Minutes later... USA! 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 Chanting and cheering. Eventually, Staten Island Borough President Vito Fasella was back, restraining order in hand. That's your victory! This is yours! Over his shoulder, migrants began filing back out of the old school. We won, but the fight is just beginning. We have to continue, and we promise you, they want the fight, we're going to bring them the fight. You see that? You see that? That's Staten Island. The people have had it. They're sick of it. And you notice the, the, the mainstream liberals, they don't want them next to their schools with their children. They don't want them next to their homes. They want to put them in other neighborhoods like y'all deal with them. Shut up because you are the peasants. So we're going to put them here with you. And a lot of them use this him. Well, you're not really Christian. And I haven't looked. I haven't seen anyone in the comments, but I'm pretty sure someone's thinking, well, that's not real Christian of you not to open your doors and welcome strangers. That's not real welcoming of you. And it's not even about that. We know that these people have already broken the law. They've already broken the law. Some of the, in most cases, there's been a lot of cases where these people have done horrible things. God gave people common sense too, except for those on the left. They don't have any. But God gave conservatives common sense. We know the difference between right and wrong. We know not to put our children in harm's way. We know not to do that. Left, they don't understand that. 
And again, what it ultimately comes down to, they want chaos. They want chaos, not just in America, but they want chaos all over the planet. Who doesn't understand that? The more I look at this, the more it just speaks out loud. Like, yes, yes, more chaos. Because more chaos that we have on the planet, they see it as more control. They can't have a nation where everything is good. They need everything in, in turmoil. Because if everything is good, that means President Trump is back in the White House and they cannot have that. So when you have people trafficking people into the country and it's already been what over 100 plus, I think it was like almost 300 plus that they've actually found terrorists coming into the country. So what about the numbers that they don't know? What about those numbers? And then here recently, they actually have an ISIS sympathizer. This, but oh, this ISIS sympathizer has no connection with terrorists. If you're an ISIS sympathizer, you're connecting. You're, that's your connection with terrorists. But the White House gives it a pass. And again, I'm gonna ask y'all the question: When two two and a half years ago, two and a half years ago, how much and how fast do you think that this federal government has been working to protect and defend the American people? Have they been doing it at all? They haven't been doing any of it at all. They haven't been protecting anybody at all. The borders are still wide open. You hear my arguments. No, the border's not open. The border's secure. Really? If the border's secure, and they say, well, the border's secure because they catch some. And the only reason why I put, put this video up on here, the only reason why they're talking about this is because the media talked about it. CNN talked about this. The White House, other than that, would not even care about a ISIS sympathizer smuggling people into the United States of America. And one of the biggest questions Peter Deuce is going to ask, do you know how many got into the country? And she never answers the question. How long does it take to secure the border? Ask President Trump. Uh, thank you, Kareem. How is it possible that an ISIS sympathizer is sneaking people into this country? So just so that uh, folks... I'm assuming you're speaking to the CNN uh, story, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so I just want to make sure that uh, uh, folks who are watching understand the question. So I just want to. So she's talking about CNN. I'm surprised CNN even reported on this. But because CNN is talking about it, she has her notes. She has her notes to, to, to address it, but she's still not going to answer, answer his question. How many people got into the country? Do you know the number? That was the question. That's the question. How many are in the country? To be really clear here. So the intelligence alerted us to a human smuggling network. Uh, we moved fast uh, and, and successfully to, uh, to uh, successfully to disrupt it. So just want to be very clear that. That's not true at all. It's been almost three years and we still have open borders and people are still flooding into the country. That is a bald faced lie. Uh, and we are being you disrupted it. Are you saying that you know where all of the people this ISIS sympathizer snuck into the country are? If I can answer the question, I'm sure I'll touch on every everything that you want to ask me. So, again, and because I have talking points, right? I have talking points because the liberal media's Communist News Network, they were actually talking about this. So because they were talking about this, I'll go ahead and get some talking points. So then that way we can try to address it. 
See, when the Communist News Network starts turning on the Biden regime, they're not in good shape. When the Communist News actually reported on this and the, the White House is having to address this, they're not happy about it. So Karine Jean-Pierre has her talking points to lots of the American people to have everyone believe or to get everybody to believe that everything is under control. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Everything is under control. Intelligence alerted us of this human human uh, smuggling network. We believe and we move fastly and we successfully disrupted it. So let's be very clear about that. And we are grateful. We are very grateful to the law enforcement for their quick work and their vigilance on this. Now, to your other part of the question, smugglers have been detained overseas, including one linked to the foreign terrorist uh, organization. Uh, no sign, there is no sign that any, anyone moved by the smuggling network has terrorism connections, so I want to be clear there as well. And what we were able to do as precaution, uh, people brought here by smuggling network are being subject to extra vetting and are all in removal proceeding. And in addition to that, in addition to that, anyone coming across the border outside of the network uh, who matches the profile of those in the smuggling network is subject to uh, extra vetting, detained, and put in expedited removal uh, proceedings as well. So, so how many? How many? How many? Right? Is there a number? Can we go on a number? How many? One, two, 20, 30, 100? They don't know. And again, it goes right back to what I've been saying. They want chaos. There's a reason why they have open borders. There's a reason why the terrorists are coming into the country, because they need the chaos. And do you think the chaos is going to start up at a particular time? You know that it is. These are like sleeper cells in the United States of America. And the federal government is helping it. They're helping it. Shannon, do you have the article from CNN talking about this? Yeah, so this is the Look article. At this. It says, smuggler with ties to ISIS helped migrants into the U.S. from Mexico, raising the alarm bells across the government. Now, they said, you know, Jean-Pierre said that they arrested people overseas, but the sting was actually happening here in Mexico. And listen to this. Well, this is the disturbing part. It says, though there's no evidence at this point to justify detaining anyone. She just said that they arrested people overseas, but they're saying whoever's here is here. We're not detaining anybody. It says that it's so alarming that an urgent class, it, but it was so urgent that a classified intelligence report was circulated to Joe Biden's cabinet. So I don't know. Well, and then it says there's, there was no in, indication and remains no indication that any of the individuals facilitated by this network have a connection to a foreign terrorist organization or engaged in plotting a terrorist attack in the United States. So they're blowing it off. I mean, basically that's what they're doing. Yeah. This is exactly what they're doing. They're hundred percent blowing it off. And the thing is, and this is what she should be saying. She should be saying it's alarming because we don't know how many people have gone across. We don't know who's here. We're doing questioning. We're <laughs> we're you know giving these people you know opportunity to tell us who's here. You know, interrogating them is the word I was looking for. But are, is she saying any of that? No, that's disturbing to me. Well, it should be disturbing to people listening. Yeah, you know what? There was another video where they were talking about in Manhattan where all these illegals are, right? Where all these people, the migrants, 
right? They're bringing them out there. And one of the, one of the politicians said, look, they're not even vetting these people. They're not even vetting them. And these are, and these are some of the people that Biden's regime put on airplanes and sent them to a blue state. Well, it's a sanctuary city. Why complain now? New York, New York. They're doing this on purpose. They're doing this on purpose. They need the chaos. And you know what? This is something that's going to really hurt Joe Biden. I mean, it really is. You know, we talked about these pseudonyms that Joe Biden has. And apparently there's like three of them. You know, there's like three of them. And now they've actually, they did a request to the archives for all of the emails with those pseudonyms. How many do you think they found? You know, I would think maybe a couple hundred, right? Because he's he was doing criminal activity, so he's probably not going to do too much. But they found over 5,000 emails. And my goodness, I can, I can see it right now. Joe is calling Hillary Clinton. Hillary, I need the BitBeach software. Send it to me now. Send it to me now. These are emails. Hillary Rodden Clinton deleted 30,000 emails. Joe Biden, you know, he wants to delete 5,000 emails because they use his pseudonyms. Listen to this. Listen to this report about this. It's paging Robin Ware, Robert L. Peters, and J.R.B. Ware. Those were then Vice President Biden's nom de guerres, according to the Southeastern Legal Foundation, who filed a FOIA request with NARA last year, and NARA confirming this to the foundation, writing this. We have performed a search of our collection for vice presidential records related to your request and have identified approximately 5,138 email messages, 25 electronic files, and 200 pages of potentially responsive records that must be processed in order to respond to your request. And you know what's really interesting is that they're making the request and they're saying that they need to go through it first. So Congress made the request for these emails. And it's the archives that's saying it, right, Shannon? Yeah, the it's archives. the archives. They came back and said, well, "Okay, we'll give them to you, but we need to vet these yep. emails first from Congress yep, that has a- that they have the clearance. Yep, they have the clearance to see these emails, yep. and they're telling them, well, we need to go through them first before they give them to you because if there's something extremely damaging in here with Joe Biden using these pseudonyms, that we have to, they're probably gonna black it out." They're going to probably redact it. And that's exactly what's going to happen. They're going to redact it, just like you said. And then they're going to say, we fully cooperated. Yes, we fully cooperated. (laughs) We gave you the docs. Yeah, we gave it to you. Just because you can't read it. Just because you can't read it. That's not our fault. That's not our fault. And then we say, well, you don't have the clearance. You don't have the clearance. But they do have the clearance. 5,000 emails, people, with Joe Biden's pseudonyms. And they don't want the Congress to even know what's in them. This should well, be highly disturbing. You know what I read today? I just want to bring this up. I know this is not exactly with this, but did you know that every time that they've indicted Trump, that Congress has been out of session? Really? Yep. So that's another connection. There's an article on Fox News right now. It says that every time they've indicted him, nobody's been in D.C. They've It's been literally, they've that's, been out of session. That's interesting. Is that interesting? And you, I thought... Wow, it just once again shows a pattern. That's interesting. And it's not coincidence. Yep. Coincidental at yeah, all. Yeah, it's really not. 
That's that's, that's they are amazing. so devious. They're so non-transparent, just like this story. They're not transparent again, even though they say they're going. They were going to be. It is ironic to me. They came out right ahead. We're going to be the most transparent administration you've ever seen. And they are literally the worst we've ever seen. They complained about Trump being on vacation all the time, right? Now Biden's the the president that's had the most vacation days in any other president in history. I mean, and he's also had the most evidence against him where nothing is happening. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he's he's. The corruption, the level of corruption McCarthy with Joe Biden is the hard. worst. I mean, I, I don't know if McCarthy is going to do anything. I know. I, I mean, know. really, this with all the corruption that we're seeing with Joe Biden, don't y'all think that McCarthy should go like, you know what? Everyone report back to work. You know, that's what I'm saying. Everybody like report this, saying, this, this, this yep. level of corruption. Yep. Everyone report back to work. Yeah. You got to come back now we because we need now. to address this issue because our country is crumbling. Our country is crumbling. Well, expect another indictment to come up. Can we show that T-shirt one more time? Oh, yeah. The more you indict, the more we unite. Can we show that one one more time? Yeah, go ahead. Flip it over. Look at this. Look at this. This is a beautiful T-shirt on my website, UniteAmericaFirst.com. I've already ordered mine. I can't wait to wear it. The more you indict, the more we unite. Which brings me to this next video. This is on Newsmax, and they're talking about some information that's getting going to be released fairly soon. But the Biden regime and the Democrats, they already are aware of this. So something, I, I'm, I'm going to call it out right now. Something is going to happen between now and then. And we don't want, something's going to happen between now and then, some, something chaos, some, something chaotic. Something's going to happen. I don't know what that something is. And I don't have any issues with being wrong. I hope that I am wrong. But I believe that they're going to do something because I've already told y'all they want chaos. They need the chaos. The only problem I have with this video is that he's talking about to his he's talking about his sources where Joe Biden, they know about this information and it's a, a, a video or audio videotape that's going to be released. Why not just release it now? Don't hold back because you know, as soon as they find out who has this, this evidence, they're going to disappear and we'll never hear anything else about it. But he hasn't seen the half of it yet. There is an audio tape. I am told by people in the know, uh, not necessarily in government, not necessarily out of government. I can't say too much, um, but there is incontrovertible evidence of Joe Biden's corruption that is about to be made public. It's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen before Labor Day, but it will happen sometime between Labor Day and Halloween. This tape will be made public. I'm not sure by what entity at this point, but once it is heard, Joe Biden will have, well, he'll have only two options. Number one, he will not be able to remain a candidate for the presidency for re-election. It will be over and done with. The only thing that he might be able to do potentially, but probably not, is remain as president. I am told this tape is that incriminating and they're worried about it right now at the White House. They know about it. They know it's out there. There may be more than one and it makes a lot of sense. So my question again, I'm like, why release it? 
Why hold on to it? Release it. Is it is this going to be like their October surprise? Just release it. Why hold on to it? I that's one of the things I cannot stand. If you're going to be talking about, you know, they talk about stuff and they don't ever do anything and it's like, "Oh, this is it right here, everybody. Smoking gun, smoking gun." We've already had the smoking gun. We don't need a smoking gun. We don't need any more evidence other than the corruption that we've already seen. And well, just the fact that they are get, they say the Biden administration knows about it. So they're giving them time to plan to counter it. Right. Like you said, oh, maybe another indictment will come out the next day because they know another this is indictment, you know another saying? indictment. Yep. To get everyone's How attention ridiculous. to go away from it or or some, something really chaotic will happen between now and then right before they know they're getting ready to release it. Something chaotic will happen. Something very dramatic to the country because, you know, the demons, they're going to protect demons. They're going to. Here's another thing. Did y'all know that Hunter Biden was at $16,000 a month? 16, you, let me put it this way. You, every, every last one of you that's watching right now, did you know that you are paying $16,000 a month for, for secret service, for secret service with mm-hmm. Hunter Biden? Right. And did that, y'all know that? So he, they have their own place. And then Hunter has his place that he's playing about 16,000 a month in Malibu or wherever this place is. In Malibu. Yeah. And they're saying, how is Hunter paying for it? Is he going to sell more art? More art? <laughs> and then on top of that, the people, like, Ask Hunter. And the people that he's selling the art to, are they going to have like special access to the White House? Because, hey, it's happened before. Yep. Listen to this. The Secret Service is paying $16,000 a month now to stage near Hunter Biden in Malibu. Who's paying for that? That's a question for the Secret Service. Okay. Hunter Biden is reportedly selling art to pay for his $15,800 a month rent in Malibu. How can you guarantee that people are not going to be buying this art to gain favor with the president? That is a question for Hunter Biden and his representatives. It's, it's a I, I know. Of, I hear. I hear. The White House. We know I hear your question. Our buyers got a job from the Biden administration. Can you guarantee that there is no? I hear. Quid I hear your question. Right. See, it's already happened. That's the reason why Peter Ducey is asking the question, and of course, Karine Jean Pierre, she's going to deflect from it. She's going to act like she's completely stupid. Not that she's acting. But she's going to act like, well, I'm not going to I'm not going to even talk about it from here. I'm not going to talk about it from here. This is the White House. Of course, she should talk about it from there. She's not going to talk about it from there because the level of corruption and most of the media sitting there, they're like, what? Yeah. You know what? This is a problem. But most of them, they still look the other way on it because it's Hunter Biden. Right. It's Hunter Biden. It's Joe Biden. They should be asking the question, too. I'm not going to get involved in this. That is a question for Hunter Biden's representatives. But we know that uh, from a Hunter Biden associate now that he sold the appearance of access to then Vice President Biden. Are you confident that he has stopped doing that? That is a question for Hunter Biden. If somebody is selling the appearance of access to the White House, that that is a question for the White House. No, that is that is no, that no, it is a question for the White House. Is he still selling access? And I'm sorry. Is he still selling access? Yes or no? You know what? I'm women. I'm lead to believe that they are still selling access to the White House because simply say no. 
No one is selling access to the White House. And let me tell you something. It's against the law, Peter. Who's paying for the Secret Service? Hunter Biden's not paying for the Secret no. Service. We're answering for the Secret Service. The White House should be answering for the Secret Service. Why are we paying this much for them to be housed yeah, but, next to Hunter? Yeah, but even, even beyond that, they're getting access to the White House. Yeah. She should just come out and say, no, it is against the law to give people access to the White House because of extra money or extra services. No, the answer should be no, but she can't say no, which leads me to believe that they're still getting special access to the White House. That is, White House. That, that is a question is, for the White House. No, that is that is your uh, your I don't know how you're perceiving that. that. <laughs> she want to say that's your truth. That's what she really want to say. Oh, that's your truth, Peter. That people are getting access to the White House. She's not denying it. I, testimony I, by I, Devin I, Archer. He said, "I am just not, Peter. I'm just not going to get into this. I'm just not." So. This testimony, since the last time that I was in here, uh, Devin Archer talks about how he and Hunter Biden tried to profit off the Biden brand. What is the Biden brand? I'm not going to get into it from here. I'm not going to get into it from here. What is We're going to move on. Brand? Go ahead. Uh, see that? We're going to move on from here. We're going to move on. I'm not going to get into it. What is the Biden brand? Because apparently, apparently they're still selling the Biden brand. They're still selling it. They're still selling it. Okay, let me play this other one for you before we run out of time here. Let's just get right to it. Because all of this is with Joe Biden, with them indicting every with them indicting President Trump constantly. And does Joe Biden have any connection with the indictments? Y'all leave me a comment. Do y'all think that Joe Biden is involved in any kind of way when it comes to indicting President Trump? Now, President Trump is his political rival. Never happened before in the United States of America. Banana Republic. And they're, and they're constantly indicting. When you indict, we unite. Right? They keep doing this to make it the new norm. You understand what I'm telling you? Because the left, they're already used to it. Oh, he got indicted four times. Indicted four times. But it's still, it's still not stopping him from becoming president. And that's what's really got him scared. White House visitor logs just released suggest that Joe Biden is personally running the prosecutions of Donald Trump. The Biden White House was much more involved in the Mar-a-Lago raid than we ever realized. White House visitor logs suggest that the raid itself may have been hatched inside the Biden White House and the special counsel prosecution on Donald Trump is still being coordinated by the White House. Jay Bratt, who's now the top aide to the special counsel, Jack Smith, was a Justice Department official and was summoned to the White House twice in the fall of 2021 to meet with Joe Biden's deputy chief of staff, Carolyn Saba, and an advisor to the chief of staff, Catherine Riley. This was while Donald Trump was negotiating with the National Archives. Jay Bratt didn't want a negotiation. Jay Bratt wanted a raid and lobbied the Biden White House to raid Mar-a-Lago. Jay Bratt even visited Mar-a-Lago and told Donald Trump everything was fine. Just put a lock on the basement door. But everything wasn't fine. Joe Biden and his White House counsel signed off on revoking Trump's privilege. And weeks later, armed FBI agents got a warrant from a Trump-hating judge who happened to be an Obama donor and went in hard. 
and the Biden Justice Department indicted Donald Trump. Then Jay Bratt was tapped to be the top aide for special counsel Jack Smith. And what do you know? The Biden White House summoned Jay Bratt back to the White House to meet with, again, Biden's deputy chief of staff. That was just in March. And weeks later, Donald Trump was indicted over the Mar-a-Lago documents. Why is the Biden White House conspiring with the Justice Department and the special counsel's office to prosecute Donald Trump? Joe Biden personally told us that he had nothing to do with the prosecution and it was totally independent. I have never once, not one single time, suggested to the Justice Department what they should do or not do relative to bringing a charge or not bringing a charge. Now listen to what he says here. Listen to what he says. This little last tidbit. Watch. I'm honest. <laughs> really? Is there anybody watching right now that believes Joe Biden is honest? Is there anybody? Just just one person. Just one. Say, I want y'all to say it. Just say, yeah, I think Joe is honest. Honest Joe. Say that. Say honest Joe. Is there one person on here that believes Joe Biden is honest? That's a lie. Not only do White House visitor logs prove that Joe Biden's team is working with the special counsel's office to raid and prosecute Joe Biden's top political opponent. The New York Times reported that Joe Biden was behind the urgent timeline. Joe Biden, quote, confided to his inner circle that he believed former President Donald J. Trump was a threat to democracy and should be prosecuted. And that Biden himself felt like Garland should, quote, act less like a ponderous judge and more like a prosecutor who's willing to take decisive action. All of the evidence now suggests Joe Biden was personally behind the prosecution of Donald Trump and the timing of his trial in order to interfere with the election. Today, a Democrat D.C. judge ruled that the January 6th trial, again, prosecuted by Jack Smith, will begin March 4th, a day before Super Tuesday. What a coincidence. And the Mar-a-Lago documents trial begins in May. But the appeals process will take years, and that worries the left. Yesterday, MSNBC admitted the Trump trials aren't about administering justice. They're about disqualifying Donald Trump from having his name on the ballot. Watch. As far as I'm concerned, the, the, all of these court cases, all of these indictments don't mean anything if he's still able to run for president next year. See, this is where they this they're so upset right now. Indict, 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 but he's still able to run for the presidency. So now they wanted to follow suit, like what California is trying to do, remove President Trump from the ballot. Not that it even matters in California, because we know what they're going to do in California in the first place. California should just be, you know, there's good people there, but maybe we just get rid of California. Because I think California is probably a lost cause unless the people rise up in California, it's going to remain that way forever. But they're trying to get the same thing across the country. Not do not allow President Trump to be on the ballot. They're literally telling you that you cannot exercise democracy. See, that's when democracy comes into play. You get the support and vote for the person that you want to best represent you. But they wanted to take that away from you. What does that say? Only tyrants would do such a thing. If, 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 unless he is found uh, disqualified from running for president, he is still a danger to our democracy. So if this is a step in the direction of preventing him from running again or forcing him to step down, then it's great. Democrat state officials will be taking legal action if Donald Trump's convicted. 
to remove his name from the ballot and force the courts to figure it out. ABC News reports the plan's already in the works in New Hampshire. Joe Biden isn't even committing to debating Donald Trump. This isn't a battle of ideas. There's no effort at persuasion. This is the removal of a political opponent through brute force, through handcuffs and ballot gimmickry. Yep, 100%. They're going to do everything they can. I mean, this... What does this mean, right? What does this mean? Because they see so many people supporting President Trump, even overwhelmingly. I mean, it's so wild. All the people running in the primary right now and the debates that they've been having. Right? Doing the debates and stuff. Really? All these debates, President Trump don't need to show up. Now, people go watch the debates just to watch them. I watched them, you know, off and on. I watched it. What do y'all think about Nikki Haley? What do y'all think about Chris Christie? What do you think about Mike Pence? The only one that I liked that on, on, on the, the debate stage was Ramaswamy. And he's the only one that's like supporting Trump. He's the only one. Okay, everybody, that's it for me. Thank you so much for being here. Hey, I want to tell y'all really quick. If y'all go to my website, UniteAmericaFirst.com, y'all can check this out. If you go to my website, UniteAmericaFirst.com, click on Conservative Shop. Can we put that on the screen? There's actually a company called Mammoth Nation that makes all these connections with different conservative organizations. Right. It's the get gateway pointing up there right now. Now we got my website up there. I'm at my website. So I'm not sure what happened to conservative shop, but it's on my website. If you go to conservative shop on my website right here, you can see the different ones. My pillow conservative shop. You know, I'm pushing everything that help out Americans. And people ask me what I do all the time. Scroll back down a little bit. You see the one right. The one right here. This is actually some seeds, some organic seeds. Y'all need to check it out because a lot of people go like, well, what do we do? What do we do? You know what? I think seeds are going to be worth more than gold and silver. Now, I'm not telling people not to get gold or silver. You know, do your thing. But seeds, you can grow food. What do you think is going to be edible? Right? So check it out right now. UnitesAmericaFirst.com. Click on Conservative Shop. And also, if you want to pick up one of my T-shirts, especially my new one, the more... You indict, the more we unite. Use promo code UAF10 to get 10% off. All right, everybody, that's it for me. Thank you so much for being with me this evening. My name is Will Johnson, and we just talked about it. Let me tell you about Tactillion.com. Tactillion.com make these beautiful flags that you can put on your vehicle. And the reason why I'm talking about them is because they build homes for veterans from the proceeds that they get when they sell these flags on their website, Tactillion.com. If you have a vehicle that has a location that's not magnetic, this one's magnetic, and you can see I put it on a sports vehicle, and it looks really good on there, and it goes on the other vehicles. Anywhere there's a magnetic spot, you can put it on there, and it's not gonna fly off or fall off. If you don't have a magnetic location, you can get one like this that has an adhesive backing on it, 
and it won't go anywhere either. You can go through the car wash and it'll stay on there. I'm highly impressed. These are American made right here in the United States of America. With all of these woke companies right now, why wouldn't we look into this? Why wouldn't we support a company that supports America? At least I am. That's the reason why I'm promoting tactillion.com. I encourage you to get one now, get two now. Buy them for your loved ones, buy them for vests that you know, buy them for military personnel that you know. Go to tactillion.com forward slash wheel and get 15% off, 15%. These are awesome. And again, let me remind you, a portion of the sales go to help build homes for veterans. Isn't that what we are about? Do it now, tactillion.com forward slash wheel. You'll love it. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back, the my pillow guy. And you're looking good. He's still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, my pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a my pillow or not, you need to get the brand new my pillow 2.0. Call or go to mypillow.com now. Use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit mypillow.com.